can't think of much that would drag me out of the AC on a hot August day. Well, I mean, there is this one event, a giant literary lawn party that's become an attendee and author favorite. Hey, it's Paul Wolf with the front row seat to conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. We call this podcast Soul Sessions. It's the people, places, and events that make the city with soul shine. On today's episode, Mississippi Book Festival director Ellen Daniels talks about the shape of the 2023 festival, her favorite authors, and why she says community plays a huge role in this ninth year, not counting the COVID years, right? No, it is because we still had a festival. It was just virtual. Oh, that's right. Trust me. Yeah. I felt, we felt that here. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly didn't have the impact that the in-person ones do, but there was still a whole lot of work. It was basically the first time that I've gotten to attend the festival because, you know, I was seated in front of my computer recording those sessions. We were in the Capitol yesterday meeting to talk about a couple things. And I was talking to Stephen Barnett with Devane, who does all of our sound and audio. And he was like, you know, I do these things, but I don't get to attend them. I was like, me either, bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I've been to all the Mississippi Book Festivals, but I've never attended one. <laughs> I know when you're behind the scenes of everything, you know a little too much and you don't really get to enjoy, but you know that the people who are attending get to enjoy. Well, but you know, we do enjoy it because we can see a whole year of work. You know, we get to stand on the mountaintop of the entire year of work that we have done and get to see people enjoying it. And so maybe we actually enjoy it more. Oh, I like that. That's a good way to look at it because you feel like you miss out, but maybe you don't. It's rewarding in and of itself. Yeah. So it's the ninth annual Mississippi Book Festival. And as you look back at the history and how it started and the people who put the effort behind it to begin with, what have you seen change? What have you seen that's grown about the festival? So, you know, the first festival was in 2015. Now, people started dreaming about this festival and planning for the festival two years before that. You know, a group of people sat around a table, John Evans, Steve Yates, Tracy Carr, Jerry Nash, who has been our board president this whole time. I would venture to say Mississippi has contributed more to American letters than any other state per capita, for sure. And then they were like, well, who's going to run this thing? The one name came to mind, and that was Holly Lang. And so we had our first festival. It was just in the state capitol, you know, since we've moved to Galloway United Methodist Church. To That's part of the festival site as well. John Grisham kicked it off on the capitol steps. And there were 3,700 people there. You know, it was kind of like just a leap of faith. And it worked. You know, it was mostly local, you know, mostly Mississippi-based authors. But over the years and through the relationships that Holly built with all the publishers in New York City, you know, we have got a more national reach. We have authors come from all over the country, but not only do we have the reach with authors, we have a more national reach with attendees. Last year, of course, the few days after the festival, we're watching social media to see what people say and what they comment. And this is just one thing that I read. Um, this couple had driven from D.C. overnight because they wanted to be there for the Alice Walker and KSA Lyman session. And they were like, this is our first time attending the festival. We will never miss again. You know, it's just things like, of course, you know, it's love doing this for the citizens of Mississippi, but love showing, um, you know, out of state people all about Mississippi and just like one of the wonderful 
core things that we have going on here, and that is storytelling. That's true. That is so true. So tell me, how was the reception for last year's book festival for 2022? There was a lot of pent up demand for people to be back in person again, wasn't there? Yeah. And you know, I mean, it is such a hot day and I just kind of burn a track up between Galloway and the state capitol all day long. I just walk that straight line and just make sure, you know, deal with things. And, um, you know, I had on what I thought was very comfortable tennis shoes. Um, <laughs> I have never regained full feeling back in my two big toes. <laughs> But I would have to, every time I would make a pass, and I made that pass probably 50 times at least, I would have to stop right there in the middle of the festival site and just kind of take it in. After not being a person for two years and everything that our country has gone through since 2020, to be back in person in 2022 after all of this kind of upheaval and division, it was so heartening to be back in person with all different kinds of people, you know, different ethnic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, political beliefs, everybody gathering together over a shared love of books. Yeah, for sure. Now, I know you're excited about the lineup this year, and we probably could go for 20, 30 minutes talking about all the great authors, the panelists, the the events and activities surrounding the book festival this year. But who are you excited about? I know last year you called them your rock stars, these authors. Who is your favorite coming this year? You know, I've done a lot of like screaming over emails this year. I will tell you, I, was, I had just been picked up from the airport by my husband and daughter. I can't remember where I'd been, but I saw Jason Reynolds, speaker's agent, pop up with an email and it just said, he's in. And I start screaming in the car. And my daughter, BB, who's three, she went, Dada, mama's loud. <laughs> <laughs> You know, getting the confirmation from James McBride, who is one of my favorite authors, who will be in conversation with Kiefer Lane, that they're both alums of Oberlin College. He has a new book coming out on August 8th. It's called The Heaven and Earth Grocery Store. And Patchett, I mean, she is one of my favorite authors. And her new one, Tom Lake, she's coming with that. But to make that even more wonderful, you know, Ann Patchett has a incredible independent bookstore in Nashville called Parnassus Books. And the book buyer has written a debut novel called Do Tell. It's about like the height of Hollywood. And so they're going to be in conversation together as friends, co-workers, and fellow authors. Of course, we have our beloved Richard Ford coming back with his final installment of the Frank Bascom stories. I mean, the first one, the sports writer, he won the Pulitzer for. Going to be in conversation with Holly Lang. Richard Rousseau, who is another Pulitzer Prize winner. So his Fool series, you know, there's Somebody's Fool, Everybody's Fool. So he's coming for Somebody's Fool this year. We have unbelievable nature and environment panel this year that's going to be in seed span. I'm also so excited about Lois Lowry, a superstar in children's literature. I read her all growing up. The number of hours that I spent with Anastasia Krupnik in the Rolling Fork Public Library as a kid is just incalculable. She wrote The Giver, Number of the Stars. I mean, she's on every summer reading list, so it's such a joy to bring her here. Of course, we always have such incredible um, nonfiction offerings. Simon Winchester, who is like a rock star nonfiction writer. His new book is called Knowing What We Know, and it is all about the transferal of knowledge throughout human history. But he is wildly intelligent, but so approachable and 
writes it in a way that somebody like I can understand. And he's just charming. He's British. He's hilarious. And he's in conversation with the uh, deputy director of the National Gallery of Art, Eric Motley, who is also an author. His book was called Madison Park, which is in Montgomery, Alabama. And from an early age, it was clear that Eric was this really intelligent, incredible young man. And he was raised by his grandmother and the entire community, community again, pulled together to pay for him to go to college. And he got his doctorate at St. Andrews in Scotland. I mean, like, this is like a really remarkable individual. You know, I think something that's coming through in this conversation, the importance of community, because let me tell you, it takes a village to put this book festival on and everybody pulls together to make it a success. The capital Galloway, Visit Mississippi, the book festival staff, all of the vendors that we work for, the volunteers. The volunteer effort is unbelievable. You just can't do it without the people. That's Ellen Daniels, the executive director of the Mississippi Book Festival. It's coming August 19th to the grounds of the Mississippi State Capitol. Now, we'll be there, too, at the Book Fest information tent, offering recommendations on where to dine and what to do in the city with soul. Don't forget, I'll post the festival schedule in this episode's show notes. Soul Sessions is produced by Visit Jackson, the destination organization for Mississippi's capital city. Our executive producers are Jonathan Pettis and Dr. Ricky Thigpen, and I'm our managing editor. You want to know more about our mission, our vision, what we do for Jackson and for the state of Mississippi as a whole? You can find that at visitjackson.com. I'm Paul Wolf, and you've been listening to Soul Sessions.